read verse 1 through 10. Then drew near unto him all of the publicans and sinners for to hear him. And the Pharisees and the scribes murmured, saying, This man receiveth sinners and eateth with them. And he spake this parable unto them, saying, You can be seated. I'm going to keep on reading, though. And he spake this parable unto them, saying, What man of you, having a hundred sheep, if he lose one of them, doth not leave the ninety and nine in the wilderness, and go after that which is lost, until he find it? And when he hath found it, he laid it upon his shoulders, rejoicing. And when he cometh home, he called together his friends and neighbors, saying unto them, Rejoice with me, amen, for I have found my sheep, <coughs> which was lost. I say unto you that, like, that likewise joy shall be in heaven over one sinner that repenteth, more than over ninety and nine just persons which need no repentance. Amen. Either what woman having ten pieces of silver, if she lose one piece, doth not light a candle, sweep the house, and seek diligently till she find it. And when she had found it, she calls her friends and her neighbors together, saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the peace which I had lost. Likewise, I say unto you, Amen. There is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner that repenteth. Praise God. I'm going to put the title of my little message up here. It ain't going to mean anything to you right now. Hallelujah. But it will, hopefully, before we get through here tonight. Praise God. I'm not just trying to pull something out of the hat here. That name does have a meaning. Praise God. And, uh, amen, it is pertinent to the message tonight. Praise God. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 15, verse 1 through verse 10. Praise God. In Genesis chapter 1, amen, uh, you know, in chapter 1, 2, 3, praise God, those very beginning chapters of the Word of God, Amen. Everything in those chapters, the first three chapters of Genesis, is all about first things that uh, the first things, Amen, <clears throat> that happened in creation. Praise God. Genesis chapter one and verse five says this: And God called the light day, and the darkness He called night. And the evening and the morning was what? The first day. Hallelujah. Amen. So uh, the first five verses of Genesis chapter one gives us a word picture. A word picture, amen, of something that happened for the first time. Praise God. Hallelujah. God created, amen, the heavens and the earth. Praise God. Hallelujah. Uh, he created light and darkness, and he separated the light from the darkness. Praise God. So, amen, Genesis chapter 1, 2, and 3 is all about, amen, creating a word picture for us, amen, so that we can see First-time events, praise God. Hallelujah. We see there the, 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 the description of the first sun, the first moon, the first stars, the first planets, the first grass, trees, plants, and fruits and vegetables. Praise God. We get a word picture there of the first birds, the first cattle, the first creeping things, the first man, and the first woman, the first garden that was planted. Hallelujah. And the first sin that was committed, praise God. It was all a word picture, amen, of what God had accomplished in, amen, that first week, praise God, that he created all that stuff, hallelujah, amen. So God, amen, created word pictures for us, 
amen, so that we could see first-time events, amen, in the Word of God. And when God, amen, gave us all of these word pictures, hallelujah, amen, God looked at all that he created and said that it was good. Amen. It was good that he created it all the way that he did. Amen. But it was better that he created a word picture. Amen. That you and I can read it, visualize it, see it in our mind's eye. Hallelujah. Amen. Or try our best to see it in our mind's eye of what God did for the first time. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. God instilled, amen, some of his nature in parents today. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. When our first baby was born, praise God, if, you're, if you were born second in the family, I would almost guarantee you, you could go and looking, amen, trying to find as many pictures of you, if you're the second born, as there were of the first born baby in the family, amen, and you'll probably come to the same conclusion, amen, that just about every family has to after they go back and look at all the family albums and all the baby pictures, my I didn't take near as many pictures of my second baby, amen, as I did my first baby. Praise God. There's something about that first child. We're taking pictures left and right. Hallelujah. Amen. We get pictures of the doctors and the nurses holding, amen, the baby in all of their glory, naked as a jaybird. Hallelujah. But they're taking pictures. Amen. The doctor's got him in his hand. Then the nurses have got him in their hand. And amen. Hallelujah. The cameras are snapping and the video is starting to hum. Hallelujah. Amen. We see the baby's navel cord getting cut. Hallelujah. Then we get to see the baby's first bath, the first blanket, the first cap, the first socks. Hallelujah. Then we get to see the first tears that flow out of the baby's eyes. Hallelujah. Then we get to see the mommy hold the baby for the first time. And then the daddy gets to hold the baby for the first time. And then Nana and Papa or Grandma and Grandpa, whatever they call you today, amen. We get pictures of you holding a baby or us holding a baby for the first time. And then, amen, sisters and brothers and uncles and aunts and nieces and nephews and neighbors and everybody else holding a baby for the first time. Hallelujah. We get pictures of their first bottle, their first dirty diaper. I don't think I ever went that far. But there was a lot of folks that did. We got one family in here took a, amen. They saved the baby diaper. Their, their baby, amen, that dirtied the diaper is probably 30-plus years old now. They still got that dirty baby diaper. Oh, Lord, hallelujah. There's something about first-time stuff. Amen, that grabs our attention and gets our attention. So, amen, we get pictures of them with their first bottle, their first diaper, their first smile, their first frown. Amen. The first time they open their eyes, the first time they get in the car, the first time they walk through the front door of the house. Amen. The first time they lay in the crib, first time they pick up a rattler, first time they roll over, sit up, pull up, stand in a walker, scoot across the living room in a walker. Amen. We're snapping pictures or videoing. Amen. We get pictures of their first steps, the first words they speak, and their first haircut. Hallelujah. You know we do, right? Amen, but it don't stop there, praise God. We get pictures of their first day at school, their first report card, their first baby doll, their first bicycle, their first tea set, their first baseball bat, amen, their first mini bike or go-kart, their first girlfriend or boyfriend, their first vacation, the first time they drive a car, a boat, or ride in a plane. Hallelujah. Hopefully, amen, we're able to get pictures when they are praying for the first time. 
Amen. Getting baptized in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. Hopefully we're getting pictures of them. Amen. In the house of God, worshiping God, praying, getting baptized. Amen. Getting filled with the Holy Ghost, speaking. Amen. In other tongues. Hallelujah. Amen. Hopefully we got those pictures. Praise God. Amen. Certainly they were important pictures to have. Amen. But then we get pictures of them. Amen. When they get married. Then we get really crazy when they get married and we spend somewhere between $5,000 and $10,000 on pictures. That's a little crazy, right? Oh, well, we do it because it's the first time they got married. Amen. The first baby that got married. Praise God. Why do we do these things? Amen. I said all that to ask this question. Why do we do all these things? Because first, things are important. I'm heading in a certain direction. Just hang on with me. First, things are important. Amen. My memory's not the greatest, but I do remember my first great teacher. I remember my first bicycle, my first basketball, my first BB gun, my first mini bike, my first ball glove, my first ball team. First rabbit I ever killed, the first squirrel I ever killed, the first deer I ever killed, the first big bass I ever caught. Amen. The first 410 shotgun that my daddy bought me, my first girlfriend. And it wasn't Sister Morel. <laughs> Amen. But my first girlfriend didn't take my breath away that Sister Morel did. So first time I saw Sister Morel, I said, I'm going to marry her. Amen. So praise God. But I do, I do remember my first girlfriend. I do remember the first time I met my wife and the effect that it had on me. Amen. And it's still having on me 45 years later. Praise God. Amen. There's monumental first-time moments and memories. Amen. That, we, that, that, that is important to us. Hallelujah. In the New Testament, amen, God creates word pictures for us. Hallelujah. We get to see through word pictures the birth of Jesus. We get to see his first trip to the temple. Amen. We get to see his baptism service. Amen. The first message that he preached, the first miracle that he performed, the first public prayer that he made, the first disciple that he chose. And then when we get to the book of Acts, amen, amen, the book of Acts lets us see, or God created the book of Acts in a way, amen, to where we could have first-time images in our mind, first-time pictures in our mind, amen, of how the New Testament church got started. Hallelujah. So, amen, it's all there. We get to see. Amen. The first outpouring of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. We get to hear the first apostolic message. Amen. And we get to meet the first new converts into the church. And amen. And then get to be a part of the first New Testament revival. We get to read about, amen, the first miracle, amen, that was performed uh, by the apostles there. Hallelujah. Amen. God keeps meticulous records even today. Even today. Amen. When you pray for the first time, God's angels records that prayer. I believe that with all of my heart. There's recording angels. Amen. That record what we do for the first time in God. Hallelujah. When you pray the first time, those angels are taking notes. Hallelujah. Amen. When you get baptized, when you receive the Holy Ghost, when you speak in tongues. Hallelujah. Amen. Those angels are taking notice. They're, amen, keeping records of all that stuff. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, God gets excited about newborn babies born into the kingdom of God. Amen. And he records it. Hallelujah. Amen. Heaven has a record of every born again child of God. Amen. Are you with me? He'll record the first time you shout and dance in the Holy Ghost. 
He'll record the first time you run the aisles. Amen. He'll record the first time you lift your hands in worship service. He'll record the first time you fast and witness and testify and sing. Amen. And preach your first sermon. Hallelujah. Amen. I think God, amen, gets excited. Amen. Every time we experience something new. Hallelujah. Amen. For the first time. Praise God. And think about it. Think about it tonight. Amen. Like a proud parent. Hallelujah. He gets a thrill out of us experiencing things. Amen. For the first time. Amen. He gets excited every time we experience something in him. Amen. But I believe tonight that God gets really excited. Amen. Every time we experience something for the first time. Now, I'm not going to preach a long time tonight. Amen. Hallelujah. But nevertheless, what I want to say is important to us. Hallelujah. Amen. When I stop and question, when I stop and question what, amen, what would or what could we experience in God that would bring him his greatest joy. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 15, going back to the scriptures that we read at first. Hallelujah. There's a parable here about a man that lost a sheep. He left a 99 sheep. He went out and found that one lost sheep and bring it, brought it back into the fold. Hallelujah. When he found the sheep, he laid it on his shoulder. Amen. He brought it back to his family. Amen. And then he called all of his friends and all of his neighbors, saying unto them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep which was lost. Hallelujah. Amen. So the Lord gives us an earthly parable here of a man, amen, that lost a sheep. Amen, that left a 99, went and found his lost sheep and brought him home. And then, amen, he calls the neighborhood together and say, hey, amen, come and rejoice with me. Hallelujah. I have found my lost sheep. Praise God. Well, amen, that creates an image in my mind. It creates a scenario, amen, that I can actually visualize and see. Amen, if I just think about it, this, you know, this shepherd, hallelujah, amen, wandering through the wilderness or wandering through the woods or wherever he had to go to find his sheep. I can imagine that, praise God. Amen. But verse 7 connects it to heaven. Hallelujah. I say unto you, amen, that likewise joy shall be in heaven over one sinner that repented more than over 99 just persons which need no repentance. Hallelujah. So, amen, God, amen, uh, you know, Jesus connects the dots here. Amen. Between the parable, amen, and something that actually happens in heaven, amen, every time a sinner comes to know God. Heaven rejoices. The angels rejoice. Amen. Hallelujah. Over one sinner that repented. Praise God. Hallelujah. Rejoice with me, verse 6 says. Amen. Hallelujah. Likewise, praise God, the same thing is going on in heaven. Amen. That we have this. Uh, this word picture that could be going on in earth at the same time. Praise God. Hallelujah. Who's in heaven rejoicing? You got the second parable here. The woman lost the silver, piece of silver. She searched her house. She found it. Amen. Amen. When she found her lost coin, praise God. Hallelujah. The Bible says when she had found it, she called her friends. Similar parable as the first parable. Hallelujah. They're so excited about finding, amen, the lost sheep. They called everybody together, the whole neighborhood together to rejoice with them. This woman was so excited about finding her lost coin that she called, amen, her friends and her neighbors together saying, Rejoice with me, 
for I have found that peace which I had lost. Hallelujah. And then again, verse 10, likewise I say unto you, there's joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner that repented. Praise God. I want you to know this. Amen. There is joy in the presence of the angels. Hallelujah. Amen. Who is in the presence of the angels? Amen. I'm telling you, amen, the angels are up there circled around. Amen. The throne of God. Hallelujah. Amen. And it's God rejoicing over, amen, that sinner that repenteth. Hallelujah. Amen. And I'm sure that the angels are joining together, amen, in that rejoicing. Hallelujah. So heaven, amen, in heaven tonight, amen, if somewhere on planet earth tonight, there is a sinner repenting of their sins, getting right with God. Amen. God is rejoicing. Amen. The angels of heaven are rejoicing. Amen. Over that one lost sheep that came to God. Hallelujah. Amen. So the most exhilarating thing we can do. Amen. Well, you know, I asked a question earlier. What, amen. What could we experience, amen, for the first time that would give God the greatest joy? Amen, that he could ever experience. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. The most exhilarating thing we could do that brings us the most joy and brings God the most joy is to win a soul. Listen to me. Amen. Is to win a soul for the first time. Hallelujah. See, I am convinced tonight, amen, that sitting in our congregation, amen, they are people, praise God, you know, for various reasons. Maybe you hadn't been in church that long. Maybe you're shy, you're backwards, you're bashful, you're timid, and all these other things you got going on. Amen. But I'm convinced tonight, amen, that sitting in this audience tonight, there are people, amen, that have been going to church, amen, for a number of years now, amen, but they are yet, they have yet, amen, experienced Amen. Winning a soul, amen, to God for the first time. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, uh, you know, I, I want to talk about that just a minute. Amen. If you've been born again and you've experienced, listen, let me nail it down. If you've been born again here tonight and you've experienced speaking in tongues, shouting and dancing, running the aisles, lifting your hands, fasting, praying, testifying, preaching, Amen. Being slain in the spirit, praying for the sick. Hallelujah. Amen. If you have experienced all of these things for the first time. Amen. And now you have, amen, you've developed a habit. Amen. Of coming to church. You're here on a Wednesday night. Amen. Because you have developed a habit, amen, of being faithful to the house of God. Hallelujah. Amen. So you are here on a Wednesday night because of that habit. You come to church, amen, as faithfully as you can. Amen. I had one brother today tell me he, he drove 15 or 16 hours today. Amen. But he, amen, he, he started to stay at home, but he said, no, I can't do that. I got to go to church tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. You know what causes a man, amen, that would drive 16 hours in a day. Amen. And then go to church at the end of the day. Amen. He has created a habit of, of being faithful to the house of God. Hallelujah. Amen. But I'm telling you not if we've experienced all these things for the first time, 
second time, third time, fifth time, tenth time, amen, 25th time, 65th time, hey, amen. It is because, amen, we have created this habit, amen, and, and it's a good habit. It's a wonderful habit, amen. We've created a habit of going to church, worshiping God, listening to the preachers. He's trying to preach to us and help us, tuning in to what he's trying to say, Amen. We, we, we've developed a habit, amen, of praying for people when they come to the altars. Amen. We've experienced, amen, that for the first time, amen, many, many, many years ago. Hallelujah. But we're still experiencing it today. Hallelujah. There's still, amen, there's still other experiences in God, amen, that we need to experience on top of all that. Those, those are wonderful, great experiences in God. I wouldn't take anything, amen, for any of those experiences that I've had in God. Amen. But what I want us to think about tonight is, amen, have we won a soul, amen, to the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Amen. And if, amen, if we don't know or if we, amen, are not convinced that we have, praise God, then, amen, we need to start thinking about, hey, hallelujah, I've experienced all these other wonderful things in God. Amen. But if God's greatest joy comes from a sinner repenting, from somebody getting converted, getting their life right with him, if that brings God his greatest joy, amen, then I want to be a part, amen, and you want to be a part, amen, of bringing that joy to God because in heaven, amen, heaven rejoices. Hallelujah. God, the angels Amen. And everybody else there, praise God. Winning a soul for the kingdom of God. Amen. Once you've experienced winning, amen, that, that soul and you've had, amen, that experience, praise God. I'm telling you tonight, amen, once you've won that soul, hallelujah, there is a good chance, amen, that you will feel so much joy about yourself, amen, so happy about, amen, what you have, amen, experienced in God, amen, that then you will go out and try to do it again. Hallelujah. Ain't nobody saying nothing. My. But once you've experienced one in a soul, there's a good chance that that will motivate you to be a better witness. Knowing that your witness was effective. Amen. Knowing that somebody turned a listening ear to you and, amen, and you witnessed to them and you invited them to church and they came to church and the preacher preached and the choir sang and, amen, the choir, uh, the, the song leader led the singing. Hallelujah. And somewhere in the middle of all of that, 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 the presence of God that was there, amen, God touched a sinner's heart and they went to an altar and repented. Hallelujah. And it was all because that you spoke up, amen, and you let your light shine. I'm fishing for something tonight. And I'll let you know what it is in just a little bit. I'm fishing. Hallelujah. Amen. Acts chapter 13. Acts chapter 13. Was written by Luke. And Luke actually records... The first soul that we know of, there is no record before this, 
Amen. But Luke records in Acts chapter 13 the first soul that the apostle Paul won to God. And we actually have the man's name. Now, how, how neat is that? Amen. That Paul won a soul to God, very possibly the first soul that he won to God, according to, amen, the, uh, all of the history that I looked up today about it. Hallelujah. Everybody believes, amen, that this man, put the name back up there, sis, if you would. Sergius Paulus. Amen. That name don't mean anything to you. Amen. You might have not ever even thought about it. You read it, read it in the Word of God and went right past it. Hallelujah. Amen. But I'm going to tell you something. That man's name meant something to the Apostle Paul. Hallelujah. Because he, amen, he knew, amen, that that was the first convert, amen, that he had won to God. In Acts chapter 13, amen, there are several men sent on a missionary journey Amen. And the Apostle Paul is right there among those men. They went to the church. They were anointed. They were prayed over. Hands were laid on them. Amen. And they were sent out to do missionary work. Hallelujah. And among those several men, the Apostle Paul was in there. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Verse 5, reading down if you could. And when they were at Salamis, they preached the word of God in the synagogues of the Jews. And they had also John to their minister. And when they had gone through the Isle of Paphos, Paphos, amen, they found a certain sorcerer, a false prophet, a Jew, whose name was Bar-Jesus, amen, which was with the deputy of the country, Sergius Paulus. Sergius Paulus was a prudent man, amen, who called for Barnabas and Saul and desired to hear the word of God. Amen. I don't know what, amen, piqued his interest, amen, in these missionaries. Hallelujah. I don't know what he saw. I don't know what he heard. Hallelujah. Amen. But something got the man's attention. Hallelujah. And he called for them. Amen. He wanted to hear the word of God. But Elamus, the sorcerer, for so is his name by interpretation, withstood them. Seeking to turn away the deputy, amen, from the faith. What deputy is it talking about? Amen. We'll find out. Then Saul, who is also called Paul, filled with the Holy Ghost, set his eyes on him, the man who was a sorcerer, and said, O full of all subtility and all mischief, thou child of the devil, thou enemy of all righteousness, wilt thou not cease to pervert the right ways of God. Hallelujah. Amen. So here, Sergius Paulus encounters apostolic ministers preaching the truth. Amen. I think it's verse 15. Did I give you verse 15, sister? That's another, that's another one. <laughs> I'm, I'm still in Acts chapter 13. Try to speed me up too fast. That's it. Amen. I'm, I'm looking for the verse of Scripture. All right. And verse 12. And the deputy, and the deputy, remember the sorcerer, 
amen, was trying to do all kind of mischief, amen, to keep the deputy, amen, from listening to the apostolic ministers, right? Praise God. Then the deputy, when he saw what was done, he believed, being astonished at the doctrine of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. So Sergius Paulus, amen, heard the word of God, came and encountered Amen, the apostolic ministers. Amen. Then the apostle Paul stood up, saw what the sorcerer was trying to do. Amen, rebuked him. Amen, and uh, amen. And the deputy saw what was done there. Amen, and he was astonished at what was done. He believed what Paul was preaching. Amen, and he, amen, became a believer that day. Hallelujah. Amen. So uh, this very possibly... This is the first missionary journey that Paul had been on. Amen. And this is uh, the name of the man that was recorded in the Word of God as being the Apostle Paul's first convert. Hallelujah. So what did Paul do? Amen. After he won his first convert through preaching. Amen. What did he do? He got excited. Amen. He went on on his missionary journey. Amen. And then in Acts chapter 16, verse 9 through 15, praise God, the Bible says, And a vision appeared to Paul in the night. There stood a man in Macedonia and prayed to him, saying, Come over into Macedonia and help us. And after he had seen the vision, immediately we endeavored to go into Macedonia, assuredly gathering that the Lord had called us for to preach the gospel unto them. Therefore, loosing from Troas, amen, we came with a straight course to whatever this place is, and the next day to Neapolis. And from thence to Philippi, which is the chief city of that part of Macedonia, and a colony, and we were in that city abiding certain days. And on the Sabbath we went down to the, uh, to the city by the riverside where prayer was wont to be made, and we sat down and we spake unto the women which resorted thither. And a certain woman named Lydia, a seller of purple, of the city of Thyatira, which worshipped God, heard us whose heart the Lord had opened, amen, when she attended to the things which were spoken of Paul, amen, and when she was baptized, her household and her household, she besought us, saying, if you have judged me to be faithful to the Lord, come to my house and abide there, and she constrained us, hallelujah, amen. Well, Lydia happens to be, amen, the first convert that we know of that the apostle Paul won Amen. In England, praise God, or in Europe, excuse me. Amen. Lydia became the first convert, amen, from Paul's ministry as he traveled in to Europe. Hallelujah. Amen. So what, what, did, what did Paul do after he won his first convert? Did he sit down and quit? Did he sit down and say, hey, I've done it now? Amen. I've accomplished that goal. I won somebody to God. No. Amen. That first convert that he won, amen, spurred him on. Hallelujah. Amen. To keep on preaching, keep on traveling, keep on doing missionary work. Amen. And then when he got to Europe, he won his first convert. Amen. By A woman by the name of Lydia. Amen. And uh, she was his first convert in Europe. Praise God. You know she got converted because <laughs> I wish some folks today would get converted like Lydia did. Amen. She asked the preachers to come home. She's going to fix them a meal. <laughs> Hallelujah. First Thessalonians chapter 2. Years later. Years later. I'm still fishing. I know. What kind of bait are you using? Using, brother, I'm using the word of God. 
Well, I'm using the Word of God. First Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 19 and verse 20. This is years later. The Apostle Paul is still on the missionary field, still working, still trying to win souls, still preaching the gospel, still doing what God called him to do. Amen. He says, for what is our hope? He's writing to the Thessalonians. He said, for what is our hope? What is our joy? What is our crown of rejoicing? Are not even ye in the presence of our Lord Jesus Christ at his coming? For ye, ye are you, are our glory and our joy. Years later, in Paul's missionary journey, he's confessing to the Thessalonians here. Amen. You are my hope. You are my joy. You are my crown of rejoicing. Hallelujah. It's you, the souls that I have won, amen, to Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. You are my joy. You are my glory. You are my rejoicing. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, you are my glory and you are my joy. Praise God. Hallelujah. So we're... Just kind of getting a little glimpse here tonight, amen, of, of what could happen. Amen. What could happen in this church, amen, if somebody got a hold of what I'm preaching here tonight and made up their mind, hey, I've never experienced winning a soul to God. Amen. But I'm making up my mind tonight. I've, I've, I've experienced all those other things Brother Morrell mentioned earlier in his message. I, I've experienced all that stuff. Hallelujah. Amen. But yet I'm not bringing God, amen, his greatest joy because I have not won a soul. Amen. So if you're sitting here tonight and you've thought about it and considered and said, well, I, I really can't put my finger on anybody that I've won to God. Amen. I'm fishing for you tonight. I'm fishing. You know why? Because I feel like there's somebody at Higher Praise Tabernacle. Amen. That's going to be that soul winner. Amen. That after they win that first soul. Amen. They're going to get so excited about it. Hallelujah. Amen. They're going to get so excited about the joy that it brings to them. Amen. That they're going to go out there and they're going to do it again and again and again and again. And that's exactly what our church needs. Hallelujah. Amen. Our church needs somebody. Amen. Several somebodies. Hallelujah. Amen. To get excited. Amen. Or get 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 it made up in their mind that they're going to win their first soul. Hallelujah. Amen. 2019. I'm going to win my first soul to God. Amen. And my prayer is that when you do win that first soul, amen, that you will be overthrilled with joy, amen, and excitement, praise God, hallelujah, and hope for a lost and dying world, amen, that it would provoke you, amen, to go out there and try to win another soul. That's what Paul did. He won Sergius Paulus, amen, the first name in the Bible that we have. Amen, that Paul won to God. Hallelujah. He went on and won Lydia. Amen, over in Europe. Praise God. And then he kept on his missionary journey. Amen, winning souls wherever he went. But he had to experience the first, amen, the first time. Hallelujah. And, and, and if we're here tonight and we haven't experienced that for the first time, amen, don't give up. Don't quit. Amen, keep 
trying to build your faith. Quit, keep trying to be bold and courageous, hallelujah, enough to speak up, amen, and talk to people about God, hallelujah. Some of us have not experienced winning a soul to the Lord. Amen. But I'm telling you tonight, if you ever do experience it, my prayer is that you'll get so excited about it. Amen. That winning souls will become a habit for you. Amen. Just like coming to church has become a habit to you. Just like lifting your hands and praise and worship has become a habit to you. Just like listening to the preacher. Y'all are all quiet here tonight. I hope y'all are listening to me. Amen. Because I'm fishing for that one. Amen. Or those several particular soul winners. Amen. That sit here. Amen. That all it's going to take for you is to win that first soul. Hallelujah. I was talking to Brother Rice earlier today. He told me, Brother Huey. Amen. I know that name probably don't mean a whole lot to you. Amen. Brother Huey traveled a long distance to go see Brother Reisinger and to pray with him and try to encourage him. Brother Huey is an evangelist, has been an evangelist. I don't think the man, I don't believe he's ever been married. Uh, just a single man. He's probably in his 50s now. Amen. And uh, he, he, he's not cut out of the wool. Amen. Of, 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 of preachers. He's different. Very different, praise God. I've heard him preach one time, and he did a tremendous job, but he was, his ministry was different, praise God. Amen. And Brother, Brother Rossinger said, if I, could just, if I could just catch a hold of Brother, Brother Huey's coattail, he said, I know that Brother Huey's going to heaven. He said, if I could just catch a hold of Brother Huey's coattail, he said, there's a chance for me to get to heaven too because Brother Huey is a soul winner. Years ago, Brother Huey was one to God, amen, in the apostolic church. Hallelujah. He got so fired up about coming to God. Amen. He went out and he won his first soul to God. He got so excited about that. Amen. The man has been winning souls to God, amen, probably for the last 30 or 35 years. Amen. It's like everywhere Brother Huey goes. Hallelujah. Amen. If there's nobody in the church lost and undone without God, amen, Brother Huey will go out and get them and bring them in himself. I've heard past, and I've tried to get Brother Huey to come and preach for us. He, he preaches mostly in the northern, you know, northern states and stuff. He don't get down here to the south that much. And amen, one time I called him and asked him to come. He was already booked up. Amen, from the time schedule that we had. And then I, another time I sat down with him at a table and asked him to come. He said, Brother Morrell, my schedule is so full, I don't know when I can get there. Praise God. Now, if you met Brother Huey, you would not even think that you were meeting a preacher. He's just a different kind of character. Hallelujah. But when he comes to a church, amen, he'll go out in the highways and byways and streets and everywhere else, and he'll bring the people to the house of God. And just about it, I've heard pastor after pastor after pastor tell me, amen, you need to get Brother Huey down to your church. I said, I've tried, I've tried, I've tried, I've tried. Amen, he's been so busy, he hadn't been able to come. I'm still trying to get him to come. still want him to come. Amen, maybe he can show us how to do it. Hallelujah. Amen, in a better way. Praise God. But, amen, he just got out of a three-day revival, amen, where he prayed nine people through to the Holy ghost nine people every church he goes goes to it's amen three six nine twelve fifteen twenty amen souls are getting baptized in jesus name filled with the holy ghost hallelujah amen it's all because brother huey got a amen got a taste for soul winning hallelujah he got he got amen he experienced it for the first time amen and that brought him so much joy 
Amen. And so much happiness, praise God, that he just goes out there and repeats himself over and over and over and over again. There's some of us here tonight that has, amen, that that, that, that have to testify, hey, Brother Morell, I've won a soul to God. I've won somebody to God. I invited somebody to church. They come to church, repented, got baptized, got the Holy Ghost. They're still in church today. Amen. There's some of us here tonight that have won souls to God. But I'm fishing for that Brother Huey in here. Where you at, Brother Huey? Amen. Hallelujah. Brother Huey, never, uh, never. Uh, if he can't ever get on our schedule and come to our church, maybe we need to win our own Brother Huey. Amen. Maybe we need somebody in here to rise up and be another Brother Huey. Hallelujah. We need somebody. Amen. We need all of us tonight to realize, amen, that God's greatest joy, heaven's greatest joy comes when a sinner comes and repents and gives their heart to God. Hallelujah. Amen. So, uh, that's the name of the guy Paul won. It's the first recorded name that we have that he won to God. Amen. All of the historical facts. In fact, they went back, did an archaeological dig in the place where Paul was when he won this man to God. Amen. The guy was a deputy, which meant something more than a, what a deputy does today. He was a high official. Amen. In that area. Praise God. And they found that name inscribed in stone and found the story behind that name, amen, where he had met Paul, amen, and uh, gave his heart to God. So the archaeological facts are there. Praise God. The Word of God is there, amen. As far as I'm concerned, according to the Word of God, that's Paul's first convert, but that wasn't Paul's last convert. Amen. I guess when we get to heaven, amen, we'll find out how many souls Paul did actually win to God. I'm sure it's in the thousands, amen, of people that Paul won to God in his missionary trips and journeys. Hallelujah. I, I, I can't say, amen. I, you know, if I went to, were to go back down my list of people that I invited to church that came, repented, got baptized, Jesus, and got filled with the Holy Ghost, amen, my list of souls that I've won to God wouldn't come close to being a thousand. You know, not even close. I don't even know if I've won a hundred people to God. Amen. But I'm going to tell you something. If we all focus in our mind, hallelujah, that soul winning brings God his greatest joy. Hallelujah. And when we win that first soul, God's going to record it. The angels are going to make a record of it in heaven. Hallelujah. But not only is that first soul going to be recorded, every soul after that. Hallelujah. I sure would like to get a soul winner's crown. I sure would like, amen, for folks in this church to earn and win and receive a soul winner's crown when we get to heaven. And those rewards are being passed out, given out, praise God. Amen. Wouldn't it be wonderful if everybody in here could, amen, go up there and receive that soul winner's crown? The Bible don't say how many souls you got to win. There's God, God don't put a number on how many souls you got to win, amen, to receive a soul winner's crown, hallelujah. It may just be one, amen. I don't know. There's no number there. But I sure would like to win a soul winner's crown when I get to heaven. I want you to close your eyes and pray with me tonight. We're fixing to close and go home. Hallelujah, God, tonight I'm fishing for that soul winner in the house. God, I'm fishing. I'm trying to encourage somebody to experience so winning for the first time. Amen. In hopes that they will get so fired up in you.
that they'll get so excited about what they've done. God, that that, that would motivate them to go back out there and try again. Bring another soul to church. Bring another sinner to church. Bring another neighbor. Bring another uh, student from school. Bring another co-worker, amen, to the house of God. Hallelujah. Oh, God, tonight, in Jesus' name, Lord, time is running out. We need to look to the fields. Amen. Hallelujah. They'll ripen to harvest, God. We need to look out there and see, God, that they're lost and dying souls going to hell, God. If we don't reach for them, God, there's no hope for them. God, help us tonight, God, to reach for them. Give us the courage, the strength, the boldness, God. Help us, God, to get over our shyness, our backwardness, God. God, give us the boldness to speak up, God. To be a witness for you. Hallelujah. To be actively, God, trying to get people to come to church. Trying to win people, God, to the kingdom of God tonight. Hallelujah. Oh, God, is there a brother Huey sitting here among us tonight? God, is there a, amen, is there a soul winner sitting among us tonight? Just, just, just needs to experience it for the first time. And then their course will be set. Their goal will be set. Hallelujah. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Hallelujah. Oh, God, tonight in the name of Jesus, let's stand to our feet, lift our hands to heaven, God. Hallelujah. Make us all mindful, God, of lost and dying souls. Hallelujah. So many of us, God, need to experience soul winning for the first time. Oh, God, would you help us with that endeavor, God? Would you, hallelujah, God, help us, God? Oh, God, to reach out, to touch somebody, God, with our testimony. Hallelujah. Tell somebody about, amen, salvation. Hallelujah. Tell somebody about the healing power of God tonight. Hallelujah. You can use anything. Oh, Lord, mighty God, mighty God, mighty God, mighty God, mighty God, mighty God. If you can use anything, Lord, you oh, can use Jesus. me. Oh, God, oh, God, today, Jesus. Take my hands, take my feet. Oh, Lord, Touch my heart, Jesus. Lord, speak through me. Take my, my hands, take my feet. Lord, speak to my heart. Touch Draw my, my heart, attention, Lord, God, to speak somebody. through me. Lay somebody on my heart. Lay somebody on my heart, God. Me. That I can go to work for you, God, trying to win that soul, God. Take my hands, take my Lord, feet. Touch my heart, Lord, speak to me. Send that spirit of conviction out ahead of us, God. Deal with those hearts. Deal with those souls. Before we ever knock on that door, God, before we ever get in that conversation. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. You can use anything, Lord. I surrender myself. Take my hands, take my feet. Touch my heart, Lord, speak through me. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Lord, I know you're touching hearts right now. 
Take my hands, take my feet. Lord, I believe you're laying names Touch on my heart, Lord, speak through me. Folks they hadn't thought about in a while. Folks have almost forgotten Lord, about God, I think. You're going to remind us of those people that have slipped through the cracks. Take my hands, Hallelujah. take my feet. Oh, God, that, have, that has Touch just my been right Lord, speak just me. beyond our reach. You can use Hallelujah. God, give us another shot at them, God. Give us another chance with them, God. Hallelujah. Take my hands, take my feet. Take my hands, take my feet. Touch my heart, Lord, speak through me. Touch my heart, speak to me, God. You can use anything, Lord. You can use me. Thank you for coming tonight. Thank you for listening so intently. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's try to get somebody to come to church Sunday morning. Amen. If we can, let's work toward winning our first soul if you've never won a soul. Amen. Let's work toward winning that first soul. Hallelujah tonight. God bless you. Shake hands. Be friendly. You're dismissed in Jesus' name. Here's